Hello, Classic Crew, and welcome back to Classically Abbey Live. Here on my podcast, we're going to be getting more in-depth on topics that fit in with my classic perspective and traditional values. This is an exclusive podcast only for premium subscribers of my Substack, and you will get access to three exclusive podcast episodes every month. I'm really excited to be back with today's episode, where we're going to be talking about how to develop your personal style. Coming up with your sense of style is something that's talked a lot about in a lot of the podcasts that I listen to, because I think that this is a very interesting topic. And personally, I think that style is very different than fashion. Style is something that is representative of who you are and your values, and you can use it to give people an impression of you before they even get to know you. But because we're doing this from a classic and traditional perspective, my take is a little bit different than the average take on style because I follow some specific rules when it comes to dress. I think that it's important to put our best foot forward as well as to adhere to some modesty rules. So even though I think it is a wonderful thing to express yourself through your style, I do also think that there are some specific guidelines that we should all stay within rather than everyone can just do whatever they want that's expressive of their personality. I definitely think that we should be expressing our personality through through our style. That's why style is so cool and something that I really like talking about. But it doesn't mean that anyone can just go out and wear anything they want because then you get what we see today, which is often people on the street that are not great to have around children, for example. You know, you see women in bras and tiny shorts. And personally, even though that may express your values, I don't think that that's something that's appropriate and should be worn on a regular basis. So today, I wanna talk about how to establish your personal style within the framework of traditional and classic. I'm really excited to get into today's episode, so let's hop in. Step one is figure out your modesty parameters. Orthodox Jews, for example, have very specific rules and guidelines about what we're allowed to show. So depending on how strict you are, you might cover your shoulders or you might cover your elbows. You might cover your cleavage or you might cover your collarbone. You may only wear skirts and those skirts have to cover the knee or you might wear pants. In today's day and age, those guidelines are rather strict and very often people don't really follow them and that's totally fine. This is exclusive to being Orthodox. That's what I grew up with. But having some sense of modesty and having some idea of what you are comfortable showing and having some idea of what we commonly accept as modest in the Western world, such as not showing a lot of cleavage, not wearing shorts that show the under part of your bottom, not showing a ton of midriff or any midriff really, that's a really important place to start because then you'll know what you're comfortable wearing, what you're comfortable purchasing, and you're also going to be respectful to those around you. So figuring out your level of modesty first and foremost is going to make the rest of this process a lot easier. If you're somebody who's comfortable wearing sleeveless, that is totally fine. If you're somebody who's comfortable wearing a skirt that comes a few inches above the knee, that's totally fine. What would not be fine is wearing a bra as a top. That is something that has come into style lately and was something that was very popular this summer, is the idea of wearing a literal bra as a shirt. 
I don't think that's acceptable. I don't think that that's something that we should be excusing as a part of your style and something that expresses yourself. And I think it's important to know what is acceptable and also what you feel comfortable in. So figuring out what you are comfortable with. If you are somebody who only wants to wear skirts, that's fine. If you're somebody who feels more comfortable wearing pants, totally fine. If it's representative of you, your style, and your personality, I think that's totally fine. Just figuring out what those modesty parameters are for you and that are within the boundaries of reasonable. Number two is start collecting images that speak to you. Going on Pinterest or collecting magazines and starting to figure out the certain outfits that you like, collecting those images will allow you to see a pattern and will allow you to see what it is that actually speaks to you, stuff that you are drawn to and you feel like represents your personality and your lifestyle. We're really lucky because we have access to Pinterest where you can literally make a pin board of all of the different looks that you personally like. But even if you don't want to use Pinterest, even if you just want to use Google and compile it on a document, or even if you want to go out and buy a few magazines and start collecting images from there, it'll allow you to see what you like and what speaks to you. Because I think what often happens is we just go to the store and we pick up pieces randomly, then we look at our closet and everything is too eclectic and too mixed and it doesn't really represent what we like. But when you have images right in front of you, as you collect them, you will see those patterns and then you can be a lot more deliberate in what you purchase and how you curate your wardrobe. So getting those images together, figuring out what you like, you can do this across the board, by the way. This doesn't just have to be clothing. You can do this with hair. You can do this with makeup. You can do this with shoes. You can do this with purses. You can do this and figure out what you are drawn to across the board. For example, with makeup, you might think that you are somebody who likes very dramatic eyeshadow looks. But as you collect images, maybe you start to realize you're attracted to very natural dewy looks. And maybe that's what you actually like. You like a more natural, fresh looking makeup. If that's something that appeals to you, then lean into it. And now you have proof because you were collecting those images and seeing what really did appeal to you. And the same is true for clothes. You might have thought that you were somebody who really liked boho, but then all of a sudden all the images that you're collecting are much more dark academia or are much more cottage core or are just much more classic than you expected. Number three is find women who share your body type and use them as inspiration. Something that I've really struggled with in the past is finding clothing that I like but only looks good on a very different body type than mine. For example, Audrey Hepburn, I absolutely love. I love her style. Givenchy designed gorgeous clothing for her and she always looked so classic and beautiful and put together. But Audrey Hepburn and I have very different body types, almost on polar ends of the spectrum. She is very straight. She didn't have a lot of curves and I am not built that way. I have a lot of curves. So wearing the clothing that she wore may not look as good on me as finding somebody as a style icon who shares my body type. So looking at a Marilyn Monroe who lived in the same era and wore similar clothing, but it was tailored for a different body type. And then you're not going to constantly be chasing looking like someone who you could never really look like. I've also found other women who I think share a similar body type to me 
and are more modern and I can see, okay, what looks good on them? What do I think looks good on them? Because style not only needs to be representative of who you are, but as classic and traditional women, we also want to actually look our best and look good. And that means that we have to deal with reality. So figuring out not only what we like and what we think represents us, but also what looks good on us. And the best way to do that is to find women who share your body type and see what clothing looks good on them, and then you can wear that similar clothing. Now, you can still wear clothing that speaks to you and is representative of you, but you're not going to be putting on stuff that doesn't look good on you. So for example, if I wear a very loose-fitting dress with no definition at the waist, I will look bigger than my actual size because I have a larger chest, so not defining my waist makes me look bigger than I am. And even though I might like swing dresses and they might be very in, they're not actually going to be very flattering on me. So this is something that is different than you might hear in another program, in another style course. I don't think that you can only wear what you enjoy to wear. You wanna wear things that are both flattering and are representative of who you are. Those two together are what are going to make you look and feel your best. So finding those style icons that share your body type will give you some guidance about what actually looks good on you. Number four is don't sacrifice practicality for your taste. In other words, weed out the styles that you wouldn't actually wear. This is a very hard one for me and something that I'm still working on. I personally love tailored classic clothing. When I look at that Pinterest board of pieces that I really think look great on women, a lot of them, not all, but a lot of them are very fitted and are very tailored. And I do think that those styles are very classic. But when I look at my day-to-day -day life, is it practical for me to have a closet full of that clothing? Absolutely not. My day-to-day -day life, I'm at home, I'm working, I'm running chores, I'm sitting at a computer, I'm not going to be comfortable wearing clothing that's really that fitted. And in the future, when I have children, if I'm wearing a fitted dress to the playground, I'm not going to be able to play around with my kiddo. I'm not going to be able to run around the playground. And that, to me, is sacrificing practicality for taste. And you want to find a really happy medium. Maybe you wear a tailored top with a comfortable skirt. Or maybe you wear a tailored pair of jeans with a looser, flowier top. Maybe you end up balancing pieces that you enjoy with practicality. But trying to make your closet full of clothing that you like and you think represents your style, but that doesn't work with your life, that's just going to make for a lot of clothes you never wear and a waste of money. Figure out ways to incorporate your style into the practical of your day-to-day. -day. And if you can wear clothing that you love and that you feel really represents you, but also you can live in, that is going to be the best way to develop your style because style isn't just about how you look, it's also about how you live. Number five is figure out your color palette. Everyone is different on this. Everyone has different feelings about what colors they like in their wardrobe. Some people like colors all across the spectrum. Some people prefer a limited color wardrobe. I personally like to wear all different kinds of colors, but I am finding as I get older that there are certain colors that I like more than others. There are certain colors that look better on me. And so I'm not gonna buy colors that don't look good on me. I'm not going to buy specific prints I don't like. 
you want to fill your closet with pieces that represent you, right? That's what this whole thing is about. So if you are somebody who prefers to wear a limited color palette, that's totally fine. Find pieces that you enjoy having in your closet, and that's actually going to make your day-to-day easier because if everything is within that same color palette, it will be very easy to mix and match. If you are somebody who likes to be loud with your color palette, then do it. Find pieces that you love. This is a space where there really are no restrictions. It's really about what you like. And this is how you can represent yourself through your clothing just freely. This is what I like. This is what I want to wear. I like this pattern over this pattern. I like this color over this color. And you'll find over time that your closet will start to really be representative of what you choose to adorn yourself with. So I like flower prints. I don't like geometric prints. So many of my dresses either are a solid color or have flowers on them. I think that that's very feminine and very pretty, but you might be somebody who likes to wear clothing that has more geometric prints. That's cool too. That is a very unique to you and your sense of who you are. I also love blue and white. I like blue and white stripes. I like nautical looks. That stuff is very attractive to me. So I choose to wear that more frequently than maybe the average person and in summertime, absolutely. (laughs) So figuring out those pieces that you really love and enjoy and that color style and palette that you really love is going to make something really unique about your wardrobe. Number six, is allow yourself a little wiggle room. With all of this stuff, we are trying to curate your style, curate what you wear, figure out a unique style that is relevant to you and speaks to you and gives people an opportunity to get to know you through your clothes. But there's often a time where you'll walk into a store and you'll pick up a piece and you'll think to yourself, I would never choose this, but I'm in love with it. Allow yourself to have that wiggle room. If you find a piece that you love that doesn't really fit in with the rest of your style, that's okay. You're allowed to have a little bit of a wild card in your wardrobe of pieces that you really enjoy that don't necessarily fit in with your wardrobe as a whole because style is flexible. And also over time, you want to allow yourself wiggle room because we do change. And I know that for me, my style has gone through many iterations over the years. And it's been nice to allow myself to figure out what I like. There are times that I've liked certain pieces more than others, certain fashions more than other fashions, certain trends over other trends. And now I feel like I'm starting to settle, but I know in five years that might be totally different. And that's a really cool thing about having a style is that you can kind of see yourself and your stages reflected in your clothing. Last but not least is take your husband's taste into account. I know, this is how we get really different from all of the other people who have talked about style, who think that this is all about you and has nothing to do with what your spouse likes. Well, I'm here to tell you it's okay to buy clothing because your spouse likes it. There are certain pieces I have that my husband really doesn't like, so I'll wear those if I go out with girlfriends or something. I'm specifically talking about jumpsuits. My husband doesn't understand them. He thinks they're weird, so I don't wear them around him. I wear them with my girlfriends every once in a while. But generally, I try to buy pieces that my husband's going to like me in, that he's going to think I look pretty in. I don't want to wear something that he thinks I look unattractive in. It's a really nice and important thing for us to dress in a way that appeals to our husbands. Does that mean that you're going to lose your sense of style? No. It just means that you're going to take your husband's tastes and preferences into account too, because 
he's going to like certain things on you more than others. And it's good to dress in a way that makes him look at you with love in his eyes and be attracted to you. It's a very important thing for us as women to respect our husbands and respect what makes them think that we are so beautiful. And back in the early days when you and your husband were dating, you would never wanna wear something that would make him unattracted to you. So why would you do it now? Figuring out your style and figuring out how to make it represent you is really important. And it's also nice to think about how to incorporate what your husband's tastes and preferences are too. So that is it for today's episode. I'm so glad you guys joined me for Classically Abby Live. Let me know in the comments if you learned something new about style, if you have been working on developing your own sense of style. I would love to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you guys in my next episode. Bye.